This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tool. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Arsenal Transfer Show. Our daily show at 8 a.m. every single morning live. So you guys can tune in every single day, every single day and get sorted with your Arsenal transfer knowledge. I really just sort these. I'm going to start scripting these because I can't allow myself to just freehand these intros. I really can't. Um, thank you ever so much for tuning in, people. Make sure you tune in at 8am every single morning to get that fix on Arsenal's transfers, get insight, get news. And of course, leading on from these will be, of course, looking into Arsenal's players with some tactical breakdowns, some analysis of those players as well, and also looking into what we need to find out with the help of some experts too. There's lots of things that we need to go through, of course, uh, so far today. There's a lot of news that broke yesterday in between the other 8am show that we did, the tactical breakdown that we did, uh, looking at specific players throughout this week. And of course, we also talked about yesterday's kit release on the Let's Talk Arsenal show. So if you haven't checked out those, make sure you do with a whole show dedicated to that and Joachim Anderson specifically too. So without further ado, good morning and uh, good evening, good uh, day, wherever you happen to be in the world. Uh, and I'm hoping you're going to enjoy today's content. We're going to kick off with where we kind of left off yesterday with David Louise, because of course some people I know weren't able to join us yesterday for the Let's Talk Arsenal show. So I'm intrigued to get some of your thoughts and your comments around this uh, and around the story that David Louise is going to be leaving Arsenal, which is obviously a mixed kind of feeling around this, because I think a lot of people and a lot of people I saw on social media yesterday believe that this guy is probably and has been our best centre-back this season. Um, so to see him go, an experienced head in the dressing room, someone that is clearly a big kind of figure and a bit of a role model for a lot of the young players too and a bit of a shoulder uh, to lean on and, and he's an arm around some of the players too. But it is going to be a big loss to the dressing room. So that I, I want to hear your thoughts about David Luiz's kind of departure and also uh, the fact that he's, there's another centre-back at Arsenal looks like he's going to be going too and that is Dinos Mavropanos, um, the Greek defender is, I mean, he's a player that obviously has 
barely played at Arsenal. Um, he's not been able to get a really a look in in the side. He was given his debut by Arsene Wenger. Um, he's been sent off at Arsenal. But he has gone on a couple of loans initially to Nuremberg, where he did really well. And then he's gone to Stuttgart and, and done exceptionally well there to um and i mean in the in the uh Jakim anderson piece we did yesterday we did some statistical comparisons between him and anderson and saliba and holding and mavropanos was coming out on top of quite a lot of them he is very kind of raw still for a 23 year old he does make a lot of fouls but he did show to be very competent very combative uh on the right side of a back three for stuttgart but he looks like he's going to be going so let's see what you guys think about that in the chat box uh b campbell says louise from defense jacka from midfield the areas we need to reinforce this will do for starters uh so she says that's a real shame about Dinos, it definitely is. Let me just scroll up and say hello to everyone in the morning show. Good morning, Pedro. Yonick, I know, is very excited for this show, it seems. <laughs> morning, Manu. Good to have you here, mate. Morning, Akshat. Good to have you here, too. Good morning, Aiden. Good morning, Irving. Uh, Magadred as well. Shumoy. Uh, 3 a.m. here in Granada. Wow, that is uh, Grenada. Uh, Granada. Granada's in Spain. <laughs> Grenada. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate that, as always. Uh, and the support too. I see Clive in the chat as well. Always a pleasure to have you here, Clive, as always. Um, but let's get some more thoughts specifically on David Louise. Uh, Mohammed says, good news on Louise and Willian maybe leaving. Do you think that this could have a knock-on effect to his best mate leaving Arsenal as well? Clive Palmer says, time to develop new leaders. Good guys, Xhaka and Louise, but it's time for a proper reset. Uh, George Davis says, Tom, you're my inspiration, hard work and determination. Keep going. Thanks, George. Much appreciated. Managed to get up early, had a breakfast bar, had a shower, straight on the show to get you guys all the information you need. Uh, good morning, guys. In the chat box, those of you tuning in, good to see you. Um, I, I personally think, as I, I kind of agree with Clive here, I think that David Luiz is one of those players that I'm happy to move, see move on. We need to move on from him, allow the next kind of phase of our defenders to come through, see Saliba play. Um, we've still got some young players that have done very well on their loan spells. I know at a very lower level, the likes of Ballard and McGuinness, but they have done very well too. And so kind of allowing that next phase and that next cycle to, to go through, be it with a signing, we know we're being linked to some central defenders as well. So we don't know if or whether or not we're actually going to go for one, but we did break Anderson down on yesterday's show. So we don't really know uh, in regards to how Arsenal are going to kind of approach this or react to this news. What I do think is that we'll obviously see a lot more of William Saliba next season, which is obviously a good thing. OK, let's move on to our next story, which revolves around three goalkeepers. Um, so lots of goalkeeping news there. The first one is around Matt Ryan. Arteta has been very impressed by this guy on the training ground. We know that from some of the interviews that he's done. It is very much looking the case where Arsenal are going to push to get a permanent deal. Matt Ryan has a year left on his contract at Brighton when this season finishes. They are very much sorted in their goalkeeping area with Sanchez there and Steele also. And I'm sure they'll probably be looking to bring in maybe a third keeper or promoting one from their youth system. But Matt Ryan is someone that has been very impressive since moving to Arsenal, especially on the training ground. I think we can all agree that when he's actually played for us, he's not put a foot wrong for Arsenal and his distribution has actually been quite good and we know how good communicatively he is if that's a word um, I think it is <laughs> um, but in terms of his communication he speaks multiple languages which really helps kind of marshal that back line a lot better than what Leno does one of the biggest criticisms of Leno has been his communication with his defenders at times the way he doesn't really have that ability to marshal the back line although he's probably a, a better keeper 
But Ryan does have that in his repertoire, which makes him desirable. And as described by Arteta, he is a bit of a beast. So let me know. Do you want to see Arsenal keep Matt Ryan to next season to get him in our, as our backup goalkeeper? Speaking of backup goalkeepers, the next player that Arsenal are looking to sign down to a longer-term contract is Arthur Okonkwo, the youth keeper that you have probably seen in Arsenal's first-team squad quite a lot this season. He's been in the Europa League squads as our third choice. He looks to even have ousted Runnison at times. Um, I know that obviously Runnison wasn't included in the Europa League squad but the fact that this guy is coming through and being used and being put he's been the 26th man is what is described so you have a 25 man squad for the days but he's obviously brought along with the first team even when he didn't need to be and they could have chosen someone else he has been brought along with the first team quite often um, so I think he's been looking to kind of push through whether the club are actually going to look to sell someone like Runnison or loan him out, maybe, I don't know. But I think that we should be looking to promote this guy. He would count as a homegrown player as well coming through. So that's obviously really good. If we can get him to be in a position where he's our third-choice keeper, it's just smart to, to put, obviously, a third-choice keeper that does, would count as a homegrown. I know he's not of the age yet where we can put him in necessarily, but we need to develop our guys from youth. And uh, he comes with very high praise. The third is about an actual transfer target of Arsenal should Burned Leno move on. And this is a name that you've probably seen crop up on your timelines about six months ago, uh, maybe even longer than that back into the summer. And that's David Raya from Brentford. His name has re-emerged as a target for Arsenal this summer should Burned Leno move on. He's obviously a very good ball-playing goalkeeper. He's been at Brentford for a while, came from uh, Blackburn as well. Um, and actually, he does count as a homegrown player as well, despite his Spanish descent. So that's a big plus, should you get someone in like David Rea. And as I say, he's been very highly rated as one of the best goalkeepers in the championship this season. Whether Brentford get promoted this year could have a big impact upon whether or not uh, we are able to go and get him. But of course, Brentford did make the playoffs. They they did very well. They were not unfortunate to miss out on the top two because Norwich and Watford have been so so good. But Brentford themselves have always kind of been on that on the parapet of of just kind of crossing over into automatic promotion for a while now to get up into the Premier League. And it hasn't quite happened yet. But they are pushing for it, and maybe they'll do it with the uh, with the playoffs this season. But he is one of those players that is certainly impressing plenty of people let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box regarding our goalkeeping situation um which is going to be something that is on the agenda very much so this summer uh nlno1 says which is obviously arsenal number one without any vowels bar the one says matt ryan is a no-brainer for me um donnarumma or onana for me so Shumai, I, I think you'd be very lucky to get donnarumma considering he's probably going to be going to juventus on a free transfer which lo- would leave the door open for Wojciech chesney of course um andre onana is a tough one because of course we don't know what's going on with the doping ban he has an appeal in june whether that comes to the fore and is is wiped clean we will see uh for sure uh barnabas says uh, matt ryan can start for me at the moment over lena i have been putting in some of my predicted lineups but you have to say that Leno's done quite well for us. I mean, he pulled off a good save against Chelsea. He did a really good save in the second le- in the first leg against Villarreal to stop it from becoming 3-0 and to keep us in the tie at that time too. Uh, good news regarding uh, Arta Okonkwo says social. Uh, Indonil says yes for Matty Ryan and Okonkwo contract. Uh, Ryan Rob- uh, Brian, Brian Robles Brian Robles says Leno is the starter. Ryan as the backup. No need to overthink this whatsoever. Very much people getting on uh, the train of Leno still, which is good. And obviously, when we did our 
Uh, if you haven't watched it already, we've done a show on the channel where 320,000 votes came in on the whole of the Arsenal squad to see whether a good, sizable sample of the Arsenal fan base wanted to see players leave or go. Leno was on the sell side of things. I've got another article coming out very soon about the midfielder specifically. I did write one for all the defenders and the goalkeepers on 101, so make sure you check that one out. Um, but the midfielders one will be coming out today, probably this afternoon, as is an interview with Portuguese winger Bruma, which I'm very excited to show you as well. So that'll be on the channel. Make sure you drop us a follow at the Guna Talk TV on Twitter to get that content. Uh, Sati Brett says, Tom, what I fear is with senior players like Luis and Xhaka leaving, experience and leadership exits the team as well. It's on the board to replace them with instant impact and experienced players. And I don't actually think that's what Arsenal are going to be looking at this summer. I don't think experienced players... and those high echelon ages are going to be what the club is targeting from what I've kind of been aware of. It's going to be your, your, your lower 20s. They might go out with, if Xhaka and that do leave, um, as, as something to look at. But at the moment, that's not on the agenda. Speaking of which, let's get on to the biggest story of the day. We still have more to talk about beyond this, so make sure you stick around. But the biggest story of the day does revolve around this guy, um, Granite Xhaka. Now, the information does come from The Athletic. You may have seen this already, but I am interested to get kind of your thoughts and feelings that there are five Arsenal players of a senior level that are looking or wanting to move on from the club at the moment. And Granite Xhaka is one of them, supposedly. So apparently, Arsenal staff are aware that he is someone that would be open to a move away from the club. I want to get your thoughts on this. Now, when we did the votes and 320,000 votes came in and there were over 16,000 votes in and around that figure for Granite Xhaka, he was a keep on the list. And there was a large percentage of people over the 60% threshold that wanted to see him stay at the club. So it's not going to be the popular choice to let him go amongst the fan base. That seems to be the case. But I know that there are still a hell of a lot of people that think we should be moving on from Granite Xhaka, should be looking to upgrade on the position. But what I would say is that we do look to have struggled at times without him in the sides. And so obviously losing him is going to need us to replace him. It can't be a case of we let him go and we bring in neither no one or someone who's got potential. This is a position that needs to be addressed immediately. I would also say that Arsenal, without Granite Xhaka leaving, needed to upgrade in that position and add strength in that position anyway. So should Granite Xhaka go... Arsenal need to be looking at least two central midfielders in the summer, in my opinion. We should be looking at Basuma plus a Berger plus an Mwepu. Some of these guys need to be targeted. It needs to be two. That's the problem if you let Xhaka go, is I think that you have to then target two central midfielders in the summer, not just the one, which is what we need to do anyway. Let's get your thoughts in the chat box. Very interested about this one. To see what you guys are saying. Uh, Satya Brat says, I'm worried, Tom. Xhaka is still very vocal and still a leader in this team. I just hope the young players we bring in are hungry to perform. Abamyang is not captain material. He's too quiet, too passive. Um, Mohammed says, Leno must be sold. He makes too many errors and costs us a lot of dropped points. Uh, Clive says, Xhaka wants to go to Germany. He was convinced to stay. Um, so there you go. I mean, we know that he was convinced in kind of that January area by uh, Arteta, not this year in 2021, but 2020 when Arteta came in, he was convinced to stay. So that is certainly one that he was thinking about leaving. It's been in his mind. He may be off this time, uh, this summer, and finally get that move. Um, so there you go. Indonil says, if Xhaka does leave with Ceballos already out, we'll need two central midfielders, not just one. Maybe Basuma and Sanderberg, which is exactly what I said. 
Um, Jashar says Xhaka has two years remaining, so perfect time to sell him. We could be getting a very decent fee. Mitchell says Xhaka's replacement would cost at least 30 million. I think to get someone as good as Xhaka, you're looking at upwards of that. Um, somebody who's that influential in the team, it's going to cost us a hell of a lot of money to bring in someone as good, if not better. We need to look, we need to aim for better. That's just the obvious what we need to do. Uh, T. Irving says, I think it's time for him to go. New direction is needed, but without a doubt, this will be Arteta's biggest job in the summer. Uh, Brian Robles says, midfield needs surgery. Xhaka leaving only makes the midfield more important. I think... Sorry, I like Xhaka, but this moment feels like it's been coming for quite a while. Uh, Claudius says, uh, Xhaka staying, I wouldn't mind as a bench option, but his personality is too big to be a sub. Good luck to him. We'll need three midfielders, though, one to replace and two more to supplement the team. Wow, thinks we need three central midfielders. That is going to be big. Uh, Clive says, this is part of the plan. Uh, maybe this was why Partey was brought. Now it's time for Basuma. I think, Clive, we need another one. On top of that, should we let Xhaka go? Uh, Indonel says, Tom, would you keep Willock if we sold Xhaka? I don't think it's it's one or the other, to be honest. Willock is very much, for me, someone who's a different option for us. He, I don't think he starts necessarily for us next season, but I certainly think he can get he can get more games. We've seen how good he can be coming off the bench for Newcastle. I think he's convincing more people, and me certainly being one of them, that he could be in with a spot into the squad next season. If he is going to be this good, you have to turn around and say that he's made that position certainly an area of the Arsenal team that needs to be because we know that Arteta likes him as well. He was really forcing him into the team at times during his time at Arsenal. Um, and so I think that there is a big chance now that we see Joe Willock stay at the club next season. I don't look at Willock as kind of an out-and-out out number 10. He's not your creative type for me. He's your goal-scoring midfielder, someone who's a, a bit of an eight that will run into the box, could play alongside someone, could play alongside a number 10, could play off the striker in kind of a second striker role. He's very... He's an unknown factor for me still is Joe. So there's lots of options with him and it might end up being a better decision to keep him in the end, which would go completely against um, my original thoughts on him. But opinions are there to be changed. So I'm very much interested in how he gets on next season. Um, let's go to our next story. Uh, Kurt says Ramsey could, or rather Willock could be Ramsey 2.0. Our next one, if we now go to the other end of the spectrum of transfers and look at the players that could be coming into the club this season, Max Ahrens is the first player on our list to be looking at. We mentioned this in yesterday's show. He is someone that Arsenal have definitely got on their radar from Norwich City. We have switched our targets, seemingly, from that club. Wendier is nowhere near the radar of Arsenal anymore. and We have switched our sights at their club to Max Ahrens. There is going to be competition. There are a number of clubs that are very interested in this guy already. In January... Bayern Munich and Barcelona both made proposals to Max Aaron's representatives. He didn't go for those deals, or rather the fee that Norwich were asking for was too high at the time. But in the summer now, it is a position that Arsenal are in need of. It's a position that he could be sold. Norwich may be open to selling him for the right price, and he himself may be looking to move on to the next level in his career. He's an England youth international. He might be wanting to step up to try and push into that England senior squad in the coming years, maybe even ahead 
of a World Cup 2022 spot. We'll have to wait and see if this comes to the fore. But if you aren't that in the know about Max Aarons, then don't you worry because a little bit later today, we are going to be having a tactical breakdown on Max Aarons and be joined by the guys at the Canary cast to give us all the latest information, including the fact of why I now pronounce it not Max Aarons, but his name is indeed Max Aarons. And that is how, how it is pronounced according to the man himself. So don't judge me. That is his name, and that's how you say it. So there you go. You've learned something new today. Let me get your thoughts in the chat box surrounding Max Aarons uh, and how you feel about this guy. I know it's someone that a lot of people really, really like. Uh, Mitchell says, will a right back have to leave for Aarons to come in? I definitely think it will, mate. I think we're going to see Hector Bellerin come into the kind of the, the, the transfer listed group. He already has been, I think. There's that supposed agreement between Bellerin and Arteta that this was going to be his final season anyway. So this is certainly an area of the pitch that is going to be open for change in the summer. That is for sure. Um <laughs> Yonick says, there's no way I'm calling him Max Aarons if we get him. I'm sorry, mate, but that's his name. <laughs> that's just how, that's, this is how you pronounce it, mate. You can argue all day. There you go. Uh, J- yes, mate, Tactical Breakdown will be out today about 3 o'clock live. We'll be doing the Tactical Breakdown on Max Aarons, so make sure you tune in for that one. Daniel Roberts says, for me, Max Aarons is the closest to Tierney that we could get. Um, Claudius says, I'm not convinced on Aaron's defensively, but I like him going forwards. I think that you will be very hard-pressed to find too many right-backs that can do both to a really high level. And I think that if Arsenal are going to be bringing in Saliba, he has been very good defensively. He's not perfect. He still does need to develop. But I would feel a lot more assured having a very mobile right-sided centre-back like Saliba in comparison to someone like Rob Holding if we've got a right-back in Aaron's that really pushes up the pitch. Emerson would be the only one that I would say I really see a player that is kind of fulfilled in both areas of the pitch. He's my personal choice of right back that I would go for in the summer, but he's more difficult to get done because of the joint situation with Barcelona and Real Betis, of course. Um, Barnabas says, I wish that Arsenal would go for uh, Tuchemeni from Monaco, uh, the French... uh, the thing is, like defensive midfielder, son of area, number six, number eight kind of player. Yeah, I don't know much about him. I know that he's very highly rated, um, but he's certainly someone that I think would be on the radar of, of some very, very big clubs. Clive says, Aaron's or Emerson, Tom? I go with Emerson um, because of, I think he's more accomplished in both areas of the pitch. And from the looks of things, Clive, you agree with me. So uh, there you go. Same minds, just same that wavelength, mate. Daniel Roberts says, Saliba still needs another three transitional years. Wow, that's amazing. I think it didn't going to take that long. I think you've seen how good he's been at Nice. But I think it is one of those where it could take 18 months to really see the best from Saliba. But we'll have to wait and see. I hope he proves us wrong. Paul Guy says, we need a backup left back more than a new right back. Hopefully we don't neglect this position for another window. Paul, I don't think you're going to need to worry about that. That's what I'll say. Satya Bright says, good sell-on value as well if we do look to sell him on English tax, baby. Wilson says, hi, Tom. I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I am, mate. Thank you so much. Uh, Micah says, uh, don't want us to get burger. I don't think he's all that. Well, there you go. I have to say, Micah, that you are full of these negative views in our comment section. Let's try and get some and positivity in the chat. Let's go on to our next story. Um, Josh Doick, speaking of backup left backs, which is, of course, people came uh, to talk about in the chat box and were asking about. Um, 
The Hibs defender is someone who, before a week ago, I had never really heard of whatsoever. Some people have threw his name into the chat box now and again, and this was a very kind of new name for me that I don't know much about. And you know what happens, guys, when I don't know too much about a player. So that means that very, very soon there is going to be a tactical breakdown coming out on Josh Doig and giving you guys the insight. I'm aiming for this for our Sunday upload. I'm going to be getting some Scottish expert footballing, footballing Scottish expertise that's the words I want to use, onto the show for Sunday. So there's going to be a dedicated show looking at Josh Doey. We're going to be looking into his statistics, how he's done this last season, comparing it to some of Arsenal's current players and comparing to to, uh, some of the players that we've been linked to as well. Um, So there you go. Fantastic stuff uh, in terms of that story. I'm intrigued to learn more about him. I would have questions signing two Scottish left-backs is it the right move for him would be my question from a kind of an unbiased point of view. If you're going to come into a team where you want to aim for obviously a Scottish national team place, going into a team with their one of their starting left-backs in Kieran Tini, is that the right move for him? Can you convince him that's the right move? It's a very, very much uh, the one to, to, to look into. Uh, Clive says, note, we are playing Hibs in pre-season, so do the maths. You know, make of that what you will, guys. Um, actually, it says he looks about 16. <laughs> yeah, he does look very young. He is 18, so you're only two years out. Um, he would come in as certainly someone with potential. And a lot of people have said when I've asked them is that what type of left-back would you want Arsenal to go for? Would you rather us went for a more experienced figure like a Ryan Bertrand, or would you see us go for a younger player in kind of the, the, the teens to back up Kieran Tierney and then have us more of a long-term option with more resale value and lower wages? It's a tough one to, to talk about. But there you go. It's a very interest, uh, interesting one is Josh Doig. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one very much on Sunday uh, to find out more about him because I've never really, I've never heard of the guy before this season. I really, really haven't. Um, and uh, it's always interesting learning about players. Uh, so there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, Kenny says it seems it's only Clive on the chat. I mean, Clive gets a lot of love because he gives us a lot of time. So you I mean you got you got to give Clive the love that he deserves. Joel says Lee uh, Buchanan is a good shout. The Derby left back youngster again. He's already kind of playing um, quite a lot at Derby. If he comes to Arsenal, that is going to go down. Is that the right move? So um, I'm not so sure. Uh, Internil says the bell is saying that Bertrand would prefer to stay in England rather than move abroad, would prefer him over Doig. Um, Claudia says we have nothing in the academy at left back. Lopez isn't physically ready. I have done a show on, uh, rather not a show, but I've written a whole article on Joe Lopez breaking him down. If you want to find out more about Joe Lopez specifically, just go onto Google, type in 101 Joe Lopez. Uh, player profile and it should come up uh, if you want to learn some more about him so there you go um we're going to finish off the show with that latest story so make sure you join us a little bit later on this afternoon 3 p.m uk time tactical breakdown on max aarons will be out if there's any huge news a little bit later on this evening i'll endeavor to try and get a show out to you then as well and of course tomorrow i'll be back tomorrow 8 a.m if you are new to the show if this is your first time we are doing these every single day at 8 a.m live giving you all of the latest arsenal transfer news information and then of course breaking those players down with the help 
of journalists, experts in their fields on these players for the, all of those targets going through the summer. And of course, doing our usual shows, our podcasts, our reaction shows and everything else as we go through the rest of the season and into the summer window. Maybe we'll have some plans for the Euros as well. I'm looking forward to seeing some international football and getting a bit of a break from the club scene. That is for sure after this season. It's been a pleasure to meet you guys. As always, make sure you subscribe if you're new and like the video to show your support as always. But other than that, it's been a pleasure. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.